need to get you a better chair. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> and I'm going to start again. Nicola's just said, need to get you a better chair. <laughs> it's just because you're lower down than me. I did raise this chair up this week a bit as well. All right, nice. So you've compacted the problem for me. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode five of At Home with the Fishers. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, Wayne the Wood Turner. Evening, Wayne. I'm here feeling all inadequate. Good job. I, good job. I can't. Can you see yourself on the screen? Yeah. Oh, good job. I can't. Yeah, well, we can see get you me as well. like a, a munchkin. Well, we'll get you a different chair next week. Honestly, <laughs> I must have been a naughty Hi, boy. Hi, Hi. Hi, Sai. He says he's on time this week. Good on you, mate. So. Hope you've all had a great bank holiday Monday here in the UK. Uh, we've had a bit of rain here, uh, but not too much. No. A bit no. chilly in the shade still. But quite pleasant when the sun came out. It was, yeah. Uh, so Good washing day. And a bit of faffing in the workshop today. Not much, just, you know. Uh, oh, I cut my hair, ready for Makers Central. Yeah. Uh, and Nicola said she's noticed a hole in my head. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a scar or something. Uh, she said maybe it could have been from my motorcycling days, but... Uh, no one's ever mentioned it before, but I did have a crash in 1999. Oh, I've not told anyone this. No, really, go on, then. Yes, uh, I bought a brand new GSXR 600 in 1999, uh, and it was six weeks old, and the car took me out. <laughs> it did a unscheduled U-turn in front of me, really. So I rolled straight into the side. of uh, It was a silver... Ford Sierra Sapphire, uh, and I rolled straight into it. I didn't T bone him, it he was at a bit of an angle, so it was a sort of like a, I hit it hard. I went from about 35 38 miles an hour to zero instantly. Uh, spun my left ankle all the way around practically. Uh, cracked my helmet, knocked a couple of teeth out. Uh, bearing in mind the bike was six weeks old, wrote off the front end, uh, spent 10 months off work. Uh, and I remember uh, I still didn't have full mobility back in my left ankle, which is what you change gears on uh, with your left foot. I couldn't move my ankle and my motorcycle had been rebuilt. The insurance paid out. And, uh, yeah, before I was even fit and well, I was back on it. CAC <laughs> <laughs> motorcyclist. Uh, but yeah, may, maybe, yeah, maybe, and it's just that I'm as, as I'm getting older, and obviously your hair thins. Not that yeah. I'm going, you know, what you'd call, you know, bald. Really, it doesn't feel like that. Well, your hair's quite fine. Though. My hair's very fine. So maybe it's just with you know, with you know, yeah, the march of time. Maybe it's probably you, because my chair's so much higher. Up. Well, yeah, you've got a bird's eye view of my <laughs> bonds. So yeah, uh, I remember. My motorcycle helmet had a crack right down the middle of it, uh, which is, you know, uh, good in one respect. It took the, you know, the force of the impact. And I remember when the paramedics turned up, I was bleeding out of my mouth. Uh, and they went, oh, suspect, you know, head injury. We can see blood trickling down 
So obviously they put me in a collar and things like that and said, I'm going to say your helmet off. And I spat a tooth out and I said, there's your problem. <laughs> so, yeah, it was quite a shunt. Uh, yeah, and so, yeah, my left ankle was screwed. Uh, I had a bruise pretty much from my left shoulder all the way down to my left ankle. The abrasions and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I remember the copper that turned up the police officer, he said, oh, he said, how old your bikes? I said, six weeks old. This was in the ambulance. And he said, oh, unlucky, mate. He said, I'm a biker. Uh, he said, what a shame. And then he breathalyzed me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was my only ever uh, motorcycle get-off. Yeah, that was enough at one time. So, anyway. Wayne says, you do realise everyone is going to be looking for the scar at Maker Central. Yeah, you can have a look. Right, right You mate. can have a look. Just, uh... In fact, Nicola <laughs> might put a big X on it with a Sharpie. So, uh, yes, right, let's get back on topic. Okay. Um, well, tomorrow you're going to Henshaw's. Yes. Uh, after being on Radio 4? Is it yeah, a couple Radio of weeks? 4. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Henshaw Society for the Blind, which has been going for 180 years now, and it's a it's a very big deal in this country. They've got centres and colleges uh, all over. Uh, so I think they've got 300 employees and you know a plethora of volunteers, and obviously do an amazing job for the blind and visually impaired. So uh, they tweeted Nicola. Well, they tweeted you, but I oh, read oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she said, you know, listen to you on Radio 4. And I think she, uh, a lady called Debbie, who was head of marketing mm. for Henshaw's, she obviously must have checked our website out on the YouTube channel and said, you know, what you're doing, Chris, is amazing and it really uh, encompasses, you know, our values, what you're trying to do, Chris, with your wood turning and being a blind artist and maker. So... Uh, she said, we'd love you to uh, get involved some way if you can. And she said, and what I was thinking was if you could uh, be a guest judge, uh, which is happening tomorrow at their Trafford mm. Centre. Uh, and so we'll be judging the nominations tomorrow for various different categories. Uh you know, service users, obviously, that's people with visual impairment, volunteers, professionals that help and assist businesses. Businesses, so there's quite a few different categories. So, um, I'm going to be there tomorrow, uh, on the judging panel, and then it will be on the 13th of June, then at the gala presentation mm. evening at the Midland Hotel in Manchester. Uh, that obviously, these uh, the winners will be. Announced, announced. Uh, yeah. and I think they've asked me to speak on that evening as well, which I'll find out more about tomorrow. So, yeah, that should be quite a good fun. The thing that I'm not looking forward <laughs> to, flipping heck, what time have I got to be up? Well, I would get up at half five. Yeah, that's you to leave at six. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I can't be up and out in half an hour. That's what the, the point I'm getting to. I do not. Uh, function very well if I get up and get straight out it messes with my mojo I need at least an hour so I'll be getting up at five tomorrow uh, and the, I don't have to be at Henshaw's till two 
but Nicola's got work and meetings in the morning in the city centre, so she'll be leaving me in, in a, a cafe in a cafe near Henshaw's. Yeah, at about half seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. So I've got six hours to kill. So I've just made sure that my iPod's uh, charged up. So I'll be well, getting... it's just I'm just updating the software as well. So uh, I'll be getting through about eighty-five gallon of tea. Uh, and uh, lots lots of heavy metal and 80s music. Yeah. Uh, so I'll have Bamba with me, of course. <clears throat> but he's not big on chatting, Bamba, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> and in a cafe, he's got to behave and sit at my feet, really, yeah. and be a good boy. So uh, I'll have my music on. And uh, when I'm ready for another cup of tea, I'll have to pause my iPod and... Uh, wave my arms frantically yeah. to get some assistance so yeah i'm not good in the morning no uh, no that's wrong i'm not good anymore getting up uh, in, a rush. in a rush since this is since being blind i think it's sort of like a <clears throat> a side effect of the anxiety and things like that and, mm. and having to rely heavily on routine now Mm. Uh, but like Nicola said, you know, they don't happen very often in these early no. starts. It's just unfortunate that it's tomorrow and mm. um, sometimes my schedule doesn't allow me to, well, fit in better with what you need to do. And... Well, the traffic can be that bad getting from here to the city centre of Manchester. If you don't leave Uber early, yeah. you'll be Uber late because yeah. you'll be sat in a traffic jam for two hours and you'll be late for work. So... Nicola likes to get in to the centre of Manchester early, get a coffee, you know, do some work, get your notes prepped before you meet your client or you have to pop into the office for a mm. meeting. So, uh, yeah, wish me luck, folks. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be up at five. So early to bed, really. Yeah. Ten o'clock at the latest tonight. Uh, T plus G making says evening. Hello. Evening, hello. So, um, is that everything about Henshaws? That's pretty much, yes, I will let you know uh, next Monday for our podcast how it all went. Yeah. Actually, if you ask me at Makers Central, I'll be able to tell you. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure you'll be busy enough doing other things and uh, watching the great demonstrations and talking to uh, all your friends and, and things. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, don't don't ask me about that. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you next Monday. Uh, yeah, crack on with them on a great weekend. So yeah. the other thing we did as well, we've got um, all the nominations. So we read those yesterday. Mm. So Chris um, could at least have an idea of who has been nominated for each award mm. um, and isn't just going in tomorrow not knowing anything. And we've kind of made um, a list of your top ones for each award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I'm so ma- you've got something to discuss. I may well change my mind tomorrow well, when I hear them do. again. Yeah, you but might at do. least I've listened to the nominee nominations. Yeah, uh, and uh, I know a little bit uh, about the people that have been yeah. nominated. So, no, it should be cool. It's my first time to Henshaw's. I remember when I went blind, they did get in touch, and you know, is there any not to come in and do this course and that course? And uh, I didn't. Uh, but you never know, I might get talking tomorrow. Yeah. But I haven't got time for that sort of stuff anymore. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, you know, I can do stuff with them and maybe go in and give a talk or do some more turning demonstration in the future. Who knows? But 
Uh, yeah, should be should be a fun day. Yeah. A long day, but a fun day. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so um, what are you doing next weekend? Uh, well, you Have know we got what? something on? I can't yeah. remember if we've got something on. Yeah, I really fancy going down to Birmingham. Do you? Yeah, mm, I love that Birmingham. place. Yeah, Birmingham. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's generally something on at the NEC about this time of year. Yeah, we could go there, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, make it <laughs> central. Oh, can't believe it. So, uh, yes, let's dip our toes into the stream that is make it central again. Yeah. So, yes, uh, we won't go. Uh, too mad uh, this evening because we, we mention it every time. I know we're on air, but we are a bit giddy about it now. Um, hi, Leona. Hi, Leona. Um, yeah, so it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So four, four sleeps till we travel on the Friday. Yeah, and you've spoken, or you know that Craig and Colwyn, yeah, are getting there nine a.m. They'll be there on Friday nine o'clock. Yeah. So they'll they'll be sleeping over probably Thursday night, I yeah. thought, because yeah. they're coming up from Devon. Yeah, <clears throat> they're gonna have to do that. So they, they can they can get an early start because Axmus have got to you know build the stand and get the machinery and tools out and everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be oh, just amazing. I've been making maker coins as well. So um, I'm not gonna show you them all, but and um, they're a bit twee, but. Um, I just wanted to take part and get involved. So um, they're, they're all different. Um, they're all completely different. So I've, at the moment, I will have, um, I quite like that one. Um, I will have 25 of these. I have ordered some more of the cardboard blanks, but um, I'm not sure if they're going to arrive um, in time. So if they don't, I'll have 25. If they do, I'll have 50. Um, so, yeah, if you want to do swaps, I suggest you get in quick because these probably are not going to last very long. You might be surprised no one will. Well, they might not, no. <laughs> uh... Although Leona says, um, lol, they are better than mine. I'll swap you if you have enough. Yes, of course. Mm. Uh, T plus G making. Question from Tosh. How do you feel about a pastel peach colour? Mm, that sounds nice. Yeah, I like peach. Um, I like sort of oranges. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, anything else on Maker Central or are we all done? Well, uh, it's just that I hope that, you know, everyone is frothing at the mouth for it. Uh, I'm sure you all are. Uh, and uh, you've, you've got... Uh, your game plan sorted yeah and uh, your networking head-on uh, and you know all your all your video cameras gopros and you know you're getting all your kit together now i'm sure all the people that are traveling from overseas you know they're beginning to get all their stuff together yeah. i'm sure this week for the for the trip so yeah make sure you've got everything you need all your tech all your camera equipment yeah. all your phones charged i've started um a little pile in um, Charlie's bedroom of things that we need to take. So I've got some old stickers. What did you call it earlier on this evening? What? Oh, oh yeah, Mission Control. <laughs> it said we were excited. <laughs> so yeah, I went. Yeah, you were ironing in Charlie's room. Yeah, and you said this 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 bedroom is Mission Control. 
Yeah. So I thought, oh, flipping heck, she's got it bad. <laughs> so I've got um, phone chargers. Um, I've got blind wood turner stickers. I've got the keep on turning stickers. Uh, can't see the wood or the tree stickers. Plus we've got some new ones which should be arriving any day. Um, T-shirts. And we'll talk about some new merch. Oh, yes. Um, um, I'm going to be – I've just been setting it up um, tonight. I'm going to be using some of our new designs on some merchandise. Um, there's going to be some enamel mugs and tote bags at the minute. Um, I might do some T-shirts, um, but I'll be adding some stuff. So I've basically prepped it all ready just to push the button and it will go live so that will probably go live. I don't know. I'm probably going to have to do it Thursday night um, or at the very latest Friday morning. Mm. Um, I might do it Thursday <laughs> night, though, just to make sure that it all goes to plan. So, um, yeah, those will be the new designs as well. And they look really nice as enamel mugs. Um, they look really fun. So uh, hopefully you'll like them too. Uh, Wayne the Wood Turner says, I haven't even started my coins yet. Yeah, get a move on, Wayne, says Leona. Yeah, you've retired now, slacker. Oh, um, T plus G making. Tosh has been playing with Milliput, mixing terracotta and white. So you have a pen coming up to Birmingham this weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Um, Leona says my shed is mission control at the moment so much stuff to bring uh, Wayne says I've got Wednesday and Thursday to get them sorted <laughs> yeah Wayne slowed right down now that he's retired isn't that right Wayne <laughs> <laughs> well you know what well done you I'm sure you've deserved a bit of downtime yeah you know yeah. so enjoy it enjoy it uh, yes the uh, the slacker remark was just <laughs> Which was just fun. Ironic. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say something then. Well, um, we're It'll we're back to me. we're travelling down on Friday. Mm. Um, we'll probably be going to the Hilton Friday evening. Probably no. We're definitely going. Right, to... We're definitely going to the Hilton Friday evening, and definitely, definitely Saturday evening. Yes, because. We are not making the same mistake that we made last year. We are going to be right in the thick of it, hanging out with all our friends. Uh, we only spent an hour or so at the Hilton last weekend. And I, last weekend? Sorry, last year. <laughs> all the times yeah. just morph into each other. <laughs> uh, last year, yeah, we only spent an hour or two at the Hilton. Uh, and uh, the more I think about it, the more gutted I am that we, we dropped the ball on such an epic scale. You know, all these people that, have, you know, we've been listening to on YouTube and mm. we idolise in some ways and that have inspired me and given me so much inspiration and hope and, uh, you know, uh, all, all these ideas and, you know, spurring me on to carry on. You know, we didn't hang out with them, but apart from a little time, we ain't making that <laughs> mistake again. No, no, like we've said, we are going to be... Uh, hanging out and having lots of fun, and you know, uh, and getting to talk to as many of them as we can, really, and just hanging out and having a great time. Yeah. So you know, the great thing about it, it was a sort of like just 
uh, a free for all. You know, all all were welcome, weren't they? And yeah. That hour or two we did spend there. It was it was just a great the the buzz the 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 energy and the atmosphere was just yeah palpable, wasn't it? It was. It was really great. Mm. Uh, Wagga says, hi, you three. Hope you are all well. Hi, Wagga. Yes, we are. Hope you are too. Love to the Potter Posse. <laughs> uh, Leona says, I had my son with me last year and I didn't get to go to the bar at all. That will be made up for this year. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I think everyone's a bit more clued up this time. So mm. uh, Steve Clulo says, good evening, guys. Good evening. So um, is that everything on Maker Central? Well, yeah, I mean, we'd, we could I, talk about it. I could, I could hours, talk about hours, it for hours we? and hours, you know, just reminiscing about last year and the, the the thoughts of, you know, what a great event it is going to be this weekend. But, you know, we've got a, a couple of other things we can talk about. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're really, really excited to meet you all. And uh, we want as many hugs as we can get as well, you know. We need hugs. Got to spread the love, uh, and as many blind high fives as we can do. So uh, let's just do a blind high five, Nicola. So uh, for those of you that are going to hear this later on, uh, what we do is we high five, but we miss because I'm blind. But it's just you know, again, it's just laughing at the the, uh, the disability I've got. So yeah, blind high fives where we don't connect. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. So, hugs and blind high fives, everybody. Uh, Dave the Wood Barber, uh, he says, hi, sorry I'm late. It's all right, Dave. Glad you made it. Yeah. Um, so, shall we talk about the Merseyside demo? Yes. Uh, the Merseyside demo happened last Tuesday, was it? Uh, yeah. Last Tuesday, we went to... It's pronounced Highton, H-U-Y-T-O-N. Yeah. Highton in Merseyside, uh, and it was it was a great demo, and I was trying something new for a demo, and it was a winged square dish. Yeah. Uh, so the demo went really well, uh, and nearly uh, scraped my knuckles a couple of times, <laughs> but didn't, but, you know... With those corners spinning, at, you know, a couple of thousand revolutions per minute, uh, to be doing it when you can't see them, it's pretty freaky. You sighted guys can see the ghost image and things like that and be working, but yeah, you can just hear the wingtip mm -hmm. going, doo -doo 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 -doo, and you just think, you know, it's like being stood too close to a helicopter uh, with the rotor blade spinning. Yeah, it is freaky and it's scary, but it was again, you know, it's such a huge challenge. Uh, and it's it's enjoyable, you know, uh, doing curving the wings up. Uh, and it was a short demo, really, in the scheme of things. It was sort of like only an hour, and then a break, and then another mm. hour. So uh, I managed to get it finished, but it wasn't as... I did want to do some texturing on it and things, which I have since done. And yeah, it looks a, really good. There's a photograph on Instagram. And I'm going to take that to Hen Henshaw's tomorrow yeah. uh, because it's very tactile. I've carved it uh, and I'm, I've called it uh, Reach for the Sky. So it's it's tactile and sensory with all the carving on it, but because of the wing tips pointing upwards, 
you know, it's a, a metaphor for, you know, uh, even though you're blind, you know, uh, have pride, you know, be proud of, of your achievements and, uh, you know, never stop, you know, trying to do the best that you can and, you know, never give up. So reach mm-hmm. for the sky. So that's what I've called it, reach for the sky. So uh, I'll give that to them tomorrow as a little uh, gift so that the service users can feel it. Uh, and hopefully a couple of them might, you know, ask some, you know, good questions uh, about wood turning. Mm. And, you know, it might pique their interest in wood turning. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, it was a good demo. Uh, Got a question for you. Question for me. T plus G making. Oh. Did you use a carbide when making the winged bowl or a bowl gouge? Carbide. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. It was still, it was still very. <laughs> it's dangerous doing those wing bowls. Uh, but yeah, uh, you no, know, it was carbide. Yeah, and things went really well. It didn't fly off the lathe. I didn't have a catch. Uh, but to be, you know, doing that technique with no vision, you really do have to trust your instincts, and you re- you've been very. Uh, diligent and vigilant you know as to what's going on <clears throat> but i'm going to just talk something here now about demonstrating now uh, i'm not mentioning any names and there is going to be no uh criticism or anything here it's just something that uh one of the members mentioned to me and uh they said they'd had someone recently do a demo and i don't know who it was they didn't mention a name uh but they said the quite new on the demo circuit uh and if 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 this person does ever get to hear this podcast please this isn't a criticism it's some help and advice uh because i'm sure your wood turning is you know really cool and amazing but they did say that you you spoke for a very short time at the beginning of the demo and then you didn't they didn't really speak at all so uh, it's just and for, for any of you out there that, you know, do demos or you're new to demos or you're considering demos, and we've touched on this a little bit mm. the other week, you know, you, you have to not only uh, sort of like be a good wood turner, you have to be an entertainer as well. Mm. You know, you have to engage with your audience and make, make them uh, – make them glad they came to watch you really so uh if if there's one good bit of advice i can give you uh and this is going back to the guy that you know didn't really speak and it could be just nerves because he's new to the demo circuit get a family member to come into your your garage or workshop or your shed and, and if you're thinking about doing demos and do a demo practice with a member of the family there now i didn't do that with you because you know i'm just a cheeky chancer <laughs> as it is you know you've got the gift of the gab yeah but if if you are sort of like uh, i'm not a big fan of uh, appearing on stage or you know public speaking anything like that practice mm. you know well i mean it is like that i'm not a massive fan of public speaking i've done it when i've had to mm. you know in a work situation you you get asked to do stuff like that and you just have to suck it up and do it but mm. i've always found that the more you do it the more relaxed you become it is a skill. and it's it's 
but also if you stop doing it you've kind of got to build it back up again it's a perishable skill it's a perishable skill yeah uh let me just read some comments um leona i'll come back to your blue tack in a second uh dave the wood barber says a rookie mistake of concentration yeah um could be um because i think if you you're trying to do something like wood turning and talk at the same time mm. you probably end up thinking i've just got to focus on one thing and Obviously, yeah. it's got to be the wood well, that's, turning. That's, well, that's that's why, I, please let me reiterate, it isn't a criticism of that guy. I don't even know him, don't know his name. You know, it's just that if he ever gets to hear, mind you, he'd probably become like, he might be one of the world's greatest wood turning demonstrators by the time he listens to this. Carry on. Um, I've just realised who Stephen Clulo is. Sorry, I didn't realise. He says, little Harry says, hello, Chris and Nicola, and big hello, Bamba, miss you all, love, Harry. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Harry. Hi, Steve. Hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so great meeting you. Mm. We've talked about Harry a lot, haven't we? We have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've talked there's, about him such a lot. There's a little... There's and a he was mentioned on the last podcast, I think. Yeah. There is a little start. Oh, yeah, because he wants to be a guide dog instructor. Yeah, yeah. There is genuinely a remarkable young man in the making yeah, there. Yeah, You can just tell by uh, his inquisitive nature. He's, he came over as very mature, very caring. When we went out with Bamba to yeah. eat Harry gave Bamba his dinner, he held my hand because we are in the car park. Uh, he's an absolute credit to the family. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to make you all very proud of that young lad, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He asked some good questions. I just, yeah. as I said last time, I love kids like that when mm. they just ask loads of questions. It's, mm. I think it's great. You just know when they're switched on, don't you? Yeah. Um, Wayne the Wood Turner says, luckily enough, my job was training and explaining things. Yeah. It's a useful skill to have. Yeah. Um, Leona said, would a lump of blue tack stuck to your tool rest at the location of the sharp corners help so you could feel where your hand needs to stop? Or did you have another trick? Excuse the pun, but I winged it. <laughs> now, uh, uh, yeah, the blue tack's a great idea and yeah. anything like that is good. But I can, I could tell because of the sound change. Uh, and as as you're getting around, and and the and the dish or the bowl is getting thinner, you, the sound changes quite noticeably as you get into the corners. Uh, and I'm, I did mention it quite a few times in the demo, the way that mm. the sound was changing, uh, especially when you've got your your tissue on it. Yeah, and when you yeah you're trying to then you know apply sealers and finishes and things like that, it sounded like you know a a Cessna on full power, mm. you know, or, a, you know, a very weak uh, Spitfire. But, yeah, no, there was lots of auditory cues and clues for me. Uh, but the blue tack is actually a good idea. Mm. I might use that elsewhere. So thanks I'm, for I'm that. just thinking there's maybe some sort of little modification that could be useful there. Mm. Um, yeah. But in fairness, I don't do that many winged bowls. No, but it's only the second one. It's only the done, second one it? I've ever done. And I thought, you know, pushing the boundaries in front of an audience, doing something that's uh, quite more well, potentially dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know, it would make for a good. And one one chap at the end, he did come up and say, I, I've been a member here for 20 years. He said, that's the best demo I've ever attended. 
They were really nice. Yeah. Yeah, banged, uh, banger. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's catching. Nicola sometimes calls Bamba Bang. I've done it once. Well, she called I've him Banger. I've just done it. Sorry, mate. Yeah, Bamba drank a guy's beer. Oh, yeah. I had to go and buy him another pint. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, it was in a, uh, a Royal British Legion club. Yeah. So the bar was open, so... Uh, all the all the members, not me. Uh, all the members were uh, getting beard up, weren't yeah, they? So yeah. it's funny. So yeah. Um, Wagger says you can hear thickness. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've got to do is listen to myself speak, and I can hear thickness. <laughs> um, Leona says, "Amazing! I need to start listening better as I turn." Yeah. Well. It's it's because of my my blindness that I, I pick up on things like that. Uh, but yeah, have a go at just trying to uh, listen listen more as to what's going on. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend closing your eyes. Uh, no. No. Just listen. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want anything to happen to you guys and say, "Oh, what are you that Fisher?" So close your <laughs> eyes and try a wing bowl, and you take your knuckles off. I think we need to put one of those disclaimers at the beginning. You know, yeah. do not attempt. <laughs> yeah, if you hear Chris mention any spurious technique uh, as a blind woodturner, do not attempt to recreate what he does. Yeah. Mm. Um, You've got to remember that I am, uh, you know, a trained professional. <laughs> and is there any more on Merseyside? No, it was a great demo. It was a short demo. Uh, and short drive as well. Short drive as well, yeah, yeah. 40, 45 yeah. minutes home, which was cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a great demo, great crowd, had a laugh, attempted something new as a demo piece, uh, came away with uh, with it still intact. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that's going to be given to Hendros. So, yeah, that's really all we need to say about Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good night. Uh, Leona said, lol, no, I won't try that again. Did it once to see what it was like. I think she means a blindfolded. All right. Had to catch the second I touched the wood. All right, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully just a gentle one. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm going to talk about the Auricula show. Oh, yeah. This is kind of um, maker central for Auricula growers. Um so if you don't know, these are these little plants that have been around from about the 17th century. But the Auricula and Primula Society has been around since about 1872. And this was um, a show in Cheadle of um, all the best Auriculas that these old guys who are all the long-time uh, Auricula growers had um, brought along and there were some really nice plants but it hasn't been a great year so there weren't as many plants as there have been in the past. Um, I didn't take anything because I didn't have anything that was ready but it was great and we spoke to um, a few other people who um, grow auriculas and obviously you just talk about auriculas all the time but I came home and I've looked at all my plants and I've labelled them all up again because I lost some of my sticky labels last winter. So uh, I had a bit of a, a, a few hours yesterday, didn't I, primping all my auriculas and getting them all um, neat and tidy and 
labelled up. And I've also tried uh, some cross-pollination as well. Somebody was saying how to do it, so I thought I'd give it a go. So I've done about um, three pairs of plants cross-pollinated, but I'll, I'll have to wait till later in the summer to see if anything's happened. Um, and then it'll be next year before I see the outcome. But it was it was a really good afternoon. How um, many auriculas have you got there? Oh, yeah, I've, I counted them and I've now got over 70 plants. Um, I thought I had about 40, but when I actually counted them, um, I've got 70 plus. And I've probably got more than that because of, there are some pots that have got more than one plant in. So when I split them all out at the end of summer, um, I could end up potentially with closer to 100. So um, mm. it's it's quite a numbers game with auriculars if you want to show them. Some of the guys have got 400 plants, but they only brought maybe four. Um, and those were the, the ones that were the best on the day. So some of mine had um, kind of... Uh, They'd flowered and they'd gone past their best and some of them are just starting to open. So I had nothing that was ready, but I've got a relatively small number of plants. Um, how rare is it to create a brand new species of auriculas? Um, some of the older guys do it all the time. Um, so once the flowers are just finishing flowering, they'll take them off and um, get the pollen and put it on another plant um and there was there was one guy there if you look on auricular theater instagram which i curate um i posted a picture of a flower called matilda and that was a cross between a plant called ian greville and something else i can't remember what the something else was but they're doing it all the time um they just named them that was named after um his granddaughter matilda so um it's I think it's relatively easy. I've just never tried it before. So you never know. There might be um, a new one next year. Mm -hmm. um, could be called Blind Wood Turner. Yeah. <laughs> no, give, give the plant every chance. <laughs> no, call it Nicola or something. <laughs> well, there is, there is a Nicola Jane already. We'll call it Nicola Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my Saturday. Um, you had a great day. You're out. Charlie was here. Yeah. So we can move on to a little yes. mention. Now, <clears throat> Charlie, uh, we've mentioned him before. In, in his own way, Charlie is he's a maker and a creator, but it's music uh, and he's an absolutely amazing drummer. Uh, and he's only probably got a few short weeks left uh, before he graduates college and he'll have his diploma in music and music technology. Uh, but he was here on Saturday. He's got a, a uh, an e-kit, an electronic drum kit in his room. Uh, and it's made by a company called Alesis. Uh, and it's it's a cracking bit of kit. It has this computer module and, you know, it's got hundreds of drum kits and sound effects and you can mix and record. And I think he paid about £1,000 for it, didn't he? So it's, you know, yeah. quite, it's, you can spend a lot more than that on them, obviously, same as you can with acoustic kits. So he was here. Now, Charlie and I, we both love aviation uh, and we both love sort of like 
science fiction in particular, we love the War of the Worlds, the musical version, mm. uh, Jeff Wayne's musical version. I, I've still, well, I, I gave it to Charlie, uh, the, the vinyl that came out in 78, 1978. I gave Charlie that. Uh, and he did a, a drum cover to the whole album in 2015. Mm. So on Saturday he was here, bearing in mind now that he's, you know, he's an, an excellent drummer. He's re-recording it all to put it on YouTube. Uh, now, uh, I'll, I'll hand over to Nicola in a minute because she knows the, the technical links and things to mention um. about it. But... Uh, yeah, he's an amazing drummer, uh, and most of his friends. It's funny because most of his friends are going on to uni to do uh, music and performing arts courses. Charlie ultimately wants to get a job at Manchester Airport, mm -hmm. uh, so he can be so close to the aircraft. Uh, but his private pilot's license training is it's actually going a lot better now. He's stringing together. Uh, quite a few lessons because the weather's getting better. Uh, so he's obviously pre-flights the aircraft on his own now. Ultimately, he'd like to be a professional pilot. Uh, but he's, yeah, he pre-flights the aircraft and taxes it out. And uh, He's been doing his first approaches. Uh, and, yeah, it's going really, really well. So he's about to start on the ground school phase of it all. Uh, but, yeah, very proud of him. So, yeah, he's a maker and a creator. In his own in his own way, I'm sure he'll be a very gifted musician his whole life. Uh, <coughs> it's just that I think you know he's uh, he's he's got the aviation bug in a serious way. Uh, but right, Nicola, over to the right. Well, I've just posted the Charlie Fisher drums link, which I think is the right one. I've also um, posted the end room. Which is um, Charlie's band, college band, college yeah. band, um, and they've got um, a track out. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called. It's got Ben. It's Ben something. Mm. But anyway, I've posted the link to that. You can listen to it on Spotify. Um, so um, those are the two links. Yeah, and we're going to let him know about Steve Twydell. Oh, oh yeah. no, we have mentioned We've him. mentioned Steve Twydell. So he's mentioned so that. So Steve very kindly said that he would play some of the band's music. So Charlie's going to come back to me um, with some of that. I don't think Steve's on tonight, but um, we'll speak to Steve. Well, Charlie said he'll mention it to the band tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they're back in college tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's – so, yeah – there's a full updated, improved version of the War of the Worlds uh, drum cover by Charlie. Yeah. Coming very soon. So he's got sort of like the, uh, the teaser on his YouTube channel. Yeah. So it's Charlie Fisher Drums. Yeah. Put the link in. Oh, yeah. With a capital C, D, and F. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he, he folded before. Going to get a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> so I said, yes, of course. And he texts back, yay. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we love him to bits, obviously. I'm very proud of him. Uh, so, yeah, War of the Worlds. Love it. Charlie and I have been to the stage production uh, of War of the Worlds a few times. And it's amazing to be there with the, the full orchestra, you know, 
the uh, the Black Smoke Band and the Ula Dubla uh, strings, and you know Jeff Wayne's there, obviously, and you know you have Liam Neeson and Jason Donovan and quite a few celebrities, Gary Barlow and uh, who else in the past, Marty Pello, you know, mm. singing some of the parts. So yeah, War of the Worlds, love it. Uh, T plus G making says we'll keep an eye out for the final release. The original soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, it's the uh, the obviously there's been quite a few incarnations of War of the Worlds, so like the new generation and things like that. So it is the new generation uh, album that is drummed to. Mm. Um, would Chris consider resin casting at all? To add another string to his bow. Who's after that? Wagger. Well, mm. we we have got we've some got a little we've got a, a little kit, haven't we? We've got a little resin kit that we've yet to buy. You got the bits at UKIS last year. Yeah, you? yeah. Uh, I don't know Wagger. Pen kits. Uh, sorry, pen blanks definitely. Well, we've got the pen blank mold. Mm. Uh, whether or not I get into, you know, casting, uh, you know, uh, a bag full of, you know, bits or, you know, people have obviously cast all sorts of stuff in resin, haven't they? You know, Nick Zamati does lots of different things. And uh, I, I don't know, probably, if I'm honest, probably not. Pen blanks, definitely. I'd love yeah. to make some unique and individual pen blanks uh, and then just give the pen a nickel. Well, we've got some um, pink mica. Yeah, you've got some tints and colours. Yeah, and... yeah, we've got um, some stuff, but we just, it's one of those things, we, we got it and then we've not had a chance to do it, have we? Uh, no, and obviously you'd need to read the instructions because yeah. I, I, I have to get the ratios correct. It's one of those things I think we'll get around to now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pen blanks, definitely on a bigger scale to do all these resin spheres and eggs mm. and all sorts. Probably not. Uh, and uh, I'll leave that to this the sighted folks. You know, never say never, I suppose. Uh, it's just something really that hasn't jumped out at me and said, give this a go, give this a go. Mm. You know, it's not really... Uh, done that to me the whole resin thing mm. uh, but who knows but pen blanks yeah I'd be all over that yeah mm. well um, I was talking to that lady what was she called Natalia mm -hmm. who does um, the pen blanks and <coughs> Polly McClay yeah mm. I'm quite interested in trying that um, mm. that's something that I quite fancy I, I do think about it sometimes when I'm driving around I think oh what would I do and how would I do it mm. um, but I might give that a go at some point yeah. um, Wagger says you're more than welcome to use my stuff bro anytime thank you very much <laughs> just have to think about what I could encase in resin now yeah mm. um, closing the loop yeah, should we get all a bit businessy now? <laughs> uh, yeah, something that often uh, baffles us and we discuss. And I'm really going to let Nicola take the lead on this. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, uh, just giving you the chance to uh, sort of like 
take Santa stage for once. But yeah, it's I, I will be I'll be chipping in, of course I will. Yeah. But it's something we discuss from time to time. Yeah. And Some, well, sometimes we get um, well, we, well, it's like um, we get frustrated by it, don't we? Yeah. Really. I, well, I'm one of these people who likes to finish things off. I, I like having lots of lists of things I need to do. And I like ticking things off. And I like to know that I've dotted my I's and crossed my T's and I've done everything that I need to do. So I'm very keen on closing the loop and I do it at work. You know, I make sure that, um, you know, if I've been to see a client, I do the follow up and that's closing the loop for me. Um, but we sometimes, well, we've got something that we've, we, we had to sign a non-disclosure agreement at the time. So we can't tell you exactly what it was, but that just kind of disappeared, didn't mm. it? And um, it's still just hanging out there and we don't know whether it's going to come back, whether it's just off the table. Um, we didn't have any communication. The um, last communication we had was it was still ongoing. Yeah. And now a year down the line, we've not had any dialogue no, from no. the other people. So, you know, what closing the loop means is don't leave people dangling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now I did say to Nicola, it's it's not, you know, when you get lots and lots of people commenting on a video on YouTube, that can take time to comment. But inevitably you do get time to reply. I think closing the loop is more important in very important when it's relating to uh your career or your business so uh for anyone out there that is a, a wood turner that does commissions and sells you know make sure that the interaction between you and your client yeah is always up to date you know mm. if if you promise to give <coughs> your customer a ring back later on that day close the loop and mm. do it mm. yeah so carry on Nicola now with well it's I don't I mean I know with social media sometimes it's a challenge for me to mm. answer them all quickly but I do go back and answer them and sometimes it can be a couple of weeks after the event but mm. I don't know I just like to know that I sort of answered something and it's finished mm. um we we've we've had a few requests sometimes um if chris has been on television we get a flurry of emails don't we um from people asking for uh, can you make stuff and um can they commission you mm. and sometimes we'll go back with quite lengthy replies and then there's no follow-up at all no um and It'd be nice sometimes. I always think if somebody just said, look, I've, I'm really sorry, I appreciate what you sent me, but I've changed my mind, mm. happy days. It's like mm. you know where you're up to, don't you? And I think sometimes um, it would be really good if people would just actually say that, I've changed my mind, or Well, no I can't. one's said that. You know, it's not like, I mean, as far as wood turning goes, no one's ever said that, have they? Well, they've changed their mind. Mm. No, no, I mean, what I mean is, if somebody's come to us for a commission and mm. um, they've asked us, can we do something? We've gone back and said, yes, this is what we can do. And 
Oh, what you mean is... And then they don't follow what up. What you mean we is never hear they, from they, them they again. say, oh, no, we've gone elsewhere. Really? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. You know, they, you know but that would be great to say, well, you know, actually, it wasn't what we were thinking uh, and we've found someone, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. It's not It's not upsetting. Yeah. It's business, you know, and if... They, <clears throat> yeah, that has happened a couple of times, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now I've come to think of it. Yeah. People have said, oh, yeah, we're so glad we found you, Chris. And in some cases, they might have commissioned one piece and say, oh, we, yeah, we loved your stuff. And, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be back to you next week and order more stuff <laughs> a year later. You're thinking, you know, yeah. why, why didn't you just, you know, be honest. Closing the loops about honesty Yeah, as well. You it's know. just, I think it's just more helpful. Uh, the The worst one for me has always been when I've gone for jobs. Mm. Um, over the years, going for jobs and having interviews has just got worse and worse. Um, I remember going for one interview and it seemed to go really well. It was through an agency. I spoke to the guy afterwards and um, he said, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get feedback and I'll speak to you. And then I never heard from him. And I rang and just got the run around really. Oh, he's out to lunch. Oh, he's not here. And um, I'll leave a message. And in the end, after two weeks, I just dropped it because it was clear that he wasn't going to come back and I'd, I'd not got the job. Um, and then there was another one. Um, I can't remember what the business was, but it was over at the airport and it was like an assessment day. So I was there all day. And um, I got, they sort of weeded you out throughout the day. So some people were being sent home, but I got through to, you know, the final stage. And, um, you know, it was, it looked quite good and everything seemed to be hunky-dory. And they said, oh, we'll, we'll be in touch. Nothing. So again, you just sort of end up assuming that, well, I've not got the job. Um, but I just think it'd be so nice if people could just send an email, even if it was just a generic one saying, thanks for coming, but unfortunately you've not been successful. Mm. Um, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, Leona says it. that's very irritating when people don't have the common decency to be open and honest. Mm. Yeah, so we're, we're big fans of people closing the loop, more so when uh, it's... Yeah, your career or your livelihood at stake mm. uh, because you can you can think you know as well you might have uh, the potential there to earn more money and then it doesn't materialize mm. you know uh, and like I said the it's, not, it's not even financial it's just well, it um, is when you well it, it is but for me I just I just want that clarity as well mm to know you know sometimes you you kind of you know you've got this this thing that you're waiting to do something with and you don't know you know are we doing it do we need to order stuff it's just having yeah. that clarity of yeah. is it done with or is it still in the pipeline yeah um well again that yeah. harks back a bit to the financial side because yeah. if if you go out and order all the bits yeah yeah assuming and never assume it makes an ass out of you and me <laughs> great saying you shouldn't ever assume but yeah you go out get the bits you know and then it falls flat and then you've mm. spent that money 
which you really didn't have to to spare. Mm. So again, it is a financial consideration yeah. as well. Yeah. So close a loop, you know, it can save, uh, it can save you money. It can save you the uncertainty, mm. the anxiety. You know, you can move on with your day <laughs> and your life, can't you? So close the loop. That's what we're saying. Uh, it's something that gets us frustrated. Mm. Um, it's not life that lets you down. It's some people that let lives down. Yeah. That's Dave the Wood Barber. No, that's good, yeah. Yeah. No, well, people are just not all the same, are they? It's, no, um, everyone's different, aren't yeah. they? But, yeah, I do like to know sort of where I'm up to. Mm. Um, well, that's definitely one of my traits. Yeah. Um, well, that's, uh, that's the last topic we've got. Right, well, I, you know... Let's talk about uh, that that magic one that I made for for Tom. We'll just show that now. Uh, Tom Walker, the uh, now it's it's a lot shorter than what I normally do. It looks massive on the screen. Okay, <laughs> well, don't hold it so close. You hold it. So it's rippled maple. Uh, so uh, when Tom was here. Uh, we, we made a start on it, but you, you know, when people are here doing TV work, they're here all day, and you know, we get this finished and they better take it on. But because he was only here a short while, uh, I said, you know, I would just sort of like finish it up and send it to him. Uh, he, he said he's not the world's biggest Harry Potter fan, but it would be a great memento of his day here. Uh, so I finished it, it's rippled maple. I think, as I understand. Mm. So, uh, as what I always do with the the business end, it feels nice. Uh, of the, I I always uh, carve this and make it gnarly to make it resemble, uh, you know, a, a tree limb or twig. Uh, I think if the if they're just perfectly smooth all the way along, uh, they they can feel just a bit too manufactured. Mm. Uh, so this uh, handle feels nice though yeah so uh that's we'll post the, that to tom yeah uh, and we'll I don't know you'll put a nice letter with it anyway yeah something like you know a souvenir from a magic day something like that <laughs> uh but yes yeah, yeah. so yeah that that was what we did so uh another uh, another magic mm -hmm. wand uh finished any questions? Uh, Dave the barber says he's not chatting much because he's still turning the barber pole key rings. All right. Great wand. He says, I said, how's it going? He said, it's very dusty. Oh. <laughs> mm. So um, anybody got anything to ask or any topics they'd like to raise? Um, anybody looking forward to make a central? Mm. <laughs> you can just hear Bamba going up and down the stairs. Yeah. Have you been for a drink, mate? Have you been for a drink? No. Amber's looking forward to it, aren't you, pal? Looking oh, yeah. forward to going round Maker Central. It's funny, we're talking to him here. Bamba, you going round Maker Central? You going round Maker Central? <laughs> you listening? You listening? Can you see him? Let me just nudge it down. There you go. Bamba. Bamba, look. We're going to Maker oh. Central. <gasps> what are we doing? <laughs> 
and you're working yeah. tomorrow, aren't yeah. you? Taking me to Henshaw's. Yeah. So, yeah, Bamba's looking forward to it, aren't you? We're going to walk around and make a central, mate. Yes, we are. Yes, 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 yes. Um, make a central, hell yeah. Um, T plus G making. Wagga says, yes, me. Uh, Leona says, nervous and excited about makers, mainly excited. Can't wait to meet everyone. Uh, Dave the Wood Barber, if Chris was to have an item turned off a novice, what would it be? Uh, if I was to have an item turned from an off a novice for me, uh, what would it be? A goblet, a medieval goblet. <laughs> yes, something that I could cherish and drink mead out of. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, uh, I'd get a novice uh, to do a Viking or medieval inspired goblet. Um, Hi, Paul. did ask earlier about would you do any stuff with Milliput? Uh, yes, I think yeah. That that's a lot easier for me to do because you just obviously cut off, you know, uh, part A and part B and knead it together and work it, and then you can start pushing it in and things like that. And having listened to Jim Overton's stuff, you know, mm. uh, you know, you can get some pretty interesting effects with you know some simple techniques. So milliput, yeah. Again, all this stuff really is going to be great for me to do when I get the intern mm. because, you know, I won't be having to spend a day, uh, you know, uh, faffing with the camera and lining it up and things like that. So. Well, we could do some milliput um, on other projects because I've got, I don't know if I've told you, I've got various things, haven't I? I've got boxes and um old crates and stuff that we bought in an antique place um, and I keep having different ideas of what I'm going to do with those because mm. I've thought about using some Josonia on them as well and mm. um, gold leaf because um, I've got a Bible box that's got um, a cross on the top so I was going to do that in gold leaf mm. but yeah there's a few things that I want to do Um so we could, you know, you could use milliput on some of those as well. Because mm. it's really just, it's like plasticine until it, you know, starts curing. So it's really uh, a fun material to use. Um, Harry's not coming to make a central. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. Um, Steve said he's looking forward to his first makers so i said are you bringing harry he said no unfortunately uh dave the wood barber says don't forget you're getting a milliput pen off me no exciting Hello. stuff mm. um so have you got anything else anything else we were going to talk about uh any more blind stuff well there's there's always blind stuff every day isn't there mm. uh what I tell you, what I am going to get you to do is, you know, my pen friend and all those little labels. Yeah. What I want you to do uh, is 
with all all the like the Hampshire Sheen embellishing waxes. Oh right. And at a demo, when I go to the audience, uh, I need the gold one. Which is it? And they go, oh, "It's the one in your left hand." Them and all the intrinsic colours from Martin. Yeah. I'm going to start taking my pen friend on my demos. Oh, it's a good idea. Well, and in the workshop. Yeah, yeah. So I need you for an hour. To, to stick those up, yeah. You know, stick them on and record, well, yeah. either you or I can record yeah. the message. And that'll just, again, I, I've been meaning to do it for months. Uh, but if I do, if you're not ever around and I've needed to yeah. know, I've done Be My Eyes, which I enjoy doing because it's got that personal interaction. But it's a bit awkward on a demo. Mm. Uh, well, it'd be a good be, idea on a and demo. And it's good for the crowd as well. People like to that. see how you do stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I've I've done a, a video on as an optic nerve yeah, video, yeah. and we'll be doing more optic nerve when I get the intern as well. Uh, videos for the BVI community, but uh, the pen friend, it's it's like uh, <sighs> probably about six inches tall. And it has a built-in microphone on the top and a sensor on one end, and you get packs of hundreds of individually unique coded labels. So you stick the little label on anything you want, food packaging, CDs, DVDs, uh, and what I'm going to do on, uh, you see, the thing is when you have bottles, many bottles or many tins, the same size, shape and everything, I can't tell. Mm. If I know what my sanding sealer is compared to my friction polish because the bottles are physically different sizes. But you get things that are the same shape and size, but it has a different colour inside it. That's obviously I've got no chance of knowing without help. But these pen friend labels, uh, and again, yeah, it's uh, another point of interest for an audience, mm. you know, because hey, hey, how do you know what colour that is? I can turn my pen friend on, and it says, you know, plum. Mm. Simple. Mm. No, that'd be. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Um, I might be getting another pen here. Oh right. Um. Wayne the Woodturner said, Did you see the olive wood pen? So, um, you mean this one? <laughs> it's lovely. Uh, Zeta pen from Olive. Um, he bought two olive chopping boards off eBay. Um, he can get 32 blanks from the chopping boards. What a great idea! Mm. That is lovely, yeah. Um, um, unfortunately, I never say no to a pen. Um, I absolutely love pens and stationery and, um, you know, I use them all. Um, I rotate them and use different pens every day. Um, but um, that would be very kind. Um, I think I might be getting a couple of pens when we go to make it central. That's so kind. Thank you. You never have enough pens. <laughs> no, you can never have enough pens. Chris has all these tools. I have all my pens. That's right. Yeah, you, pens and stationery. That's the equivalent yeah. of your yeah. your uh, new tool, isn't it? So, it is. Yeah. But it really, a pen is a tool, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, and you you get a lot of pleasure out of using fountain pens, yeah. especially <laughs> um, you know things that have been handmade and of one of a kind. Well, there's a lot of love and passion that's yeah. gone into something that's, you know, handmade. You just can't beat that. Can't beat that. Uh, Steve says, sorry I'm late. N-A-M-K Hulls Fant... Oh, what is it? Uh, Bank Holiday. 
Mm. Oh, I think that means bank holes. Yeah, yeah. I think you press the wrong keys on the keyboard. Yeah, that's tied up. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we're off now, aren't we? Yeah. Bye, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Speak to you at the weekend. Bye. Thank you, Wayne. <laughs> um, yeah, Steve. What I don't know what time it is. Uh, 20.35. <laughs> Mm. we'll go another 10 minutes because uh, yeah because uh, yeah we've got to go to bed early because we're up early tomorrow um aren't we <laughs> chris doesn't do early mornings it's not the early mornings well it's the, it's the uh, quick out of the house mornings yeah yes so uh anybody got anything they'd like to ask us We've kind of run out of steam here, haven't we? No, I mean, I could talk about a million things. Go on, then. Well, should we talk more about, the, you know, being blind? Yeah. Uh, Have we not had something funny happen this week with you being blind? We were howling with laughter the other day, and I can't remember what we were laughing about. Oh, you threw a tea towel to me. Oh, yeah. And obviously, Nicola threw, Nicola threw the tea towel at me to wipe my hands after we'd had some sticky chicken or something like mm. that, finger food. And obviously, I can't see it coming. Now, normally when she throws stuff, in fact, I probably had my hands out, yeah. you know, waiting for it. Hopefully, she's got, you know, a shot on target and it'll land in my arms. And it, it didn't hit me in the face. It landed and flops down, Yeah, didn't it? Yeah. So it was like a wick. And Nicola was in hysterics. Uh, so, yeah, that, no, that's what we were laughing at. Uh, yeah, I remember now. Uh, it was like tea, Lawrence. Oh, yeah. It was like one of those, you know, the tea towels that they wear on the heads with the, I don't know what they call them, but, yeah, I mean, it It just looked like that. Yeah. It was hilarious. I couldn't do that twice. Um Steve Twydale says, happy birthday, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, T plus G making says, ever used a scroll saw? We are looking into them at the moment. I haven't, no, but I know uh, a lot of uh, YouTubers that will be at Makers use them. Jamie Page and... Uh, Shout up now if you've if you're a, a scroll saw user. I haven't, and uh, I've, I've said this a few weeks ago. This is it's the one machine that I would probably end up uh, with quite a nasty injury with. Uh, so using a bandsaw, you know, I've got the fence and uh, you know push sticks and the mitre guide, but with the scroll saw because it's all sort of like all freehand and driving it around and steering it I'd, it'd be hard for me to guess uh the distance between my fingertips and the blade i think so again never say never but i think that'd be quite uh quite a no-no for me um steve says has you made maker coins so i've just been putting them up on the screen all right uh, yes, you have. Um, and Dave, the wood barber, says, "Did you enjoy your birthday?" Um, I did. Thank you very much. Um, we ended up 
we had a quiet day really didn't we on Wednesday um I was in work and we were going to go out for a meal but the place that we wanted to go was fully booked so we rebooked to go on the Friday with Charlie yeah uh, which was better really because at least Charlie was able to attend uh so we went we had pizza didn't we on your birthday night we had pizza was that the night we had um, Black Forest Gatto as well? Yeah, pizza, and Black, Black Forest Gatto. Gatto. So it was a nice night. Yeah. Uh, it was cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Birthday? Yeah, it was good. Like you said, you don't like making key, a big song quiet. and dance about it, do you? <laughs> yeah. Low fuss. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm quite pleased with them. Um, I quite like this one. This is a bit like the scream. Um, they're just um, oh, this phone keeps falling off. Um, <laughs> they're they're just white. It was white card in cutting circles. Um, I've painted them, um, and then I've what well, I've got all these stickers and bits and pieces, and I've got this washi tape that um, says "Follow Your Dreams." So they've all got that on. Um, and if I remembered, I've put pink macro on the back. And then I've got um, sticky uh, labels that are supposedly the same size as the card. Some of them are slightly hanging over. Um, but they're quite, you know, they're quite sturdy. And um, I'm just going to jump in regarding the pink macro thing. Is Nicola's walking around Maker Central at the weekend? Say to her, hey Nicola, so what are your creative plans for the future? <laughs> Ask her because she's got a couple of plans, just one or two. Yes, so uh, yeah, uh, Nicola's gonna be. Uh, I've got a great t shirt, yeah. Nicola's going to be uh, unleashing her creative, uh, what's the mind on the world very soon with a couple of different projects. So yeah, yeah, ask her what she's up to soon. She'll tell you all about it while she's walking around. Yeah. Steve says he's scrolling right now. Grr, hate it. Stupid JP challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, right, let's go back to the blind thing then. Yes. Uh, what I want to just uh, touch on really is... <clears throat> uh, Nice. Casting spells. All right, okay. Yeah, what I really, really want to touch on is, you know, how I'm doing with the anxiety uh, with uh, my being blind. So uh, it was such a, a, a sort of like a low point in my life, uh, and as to where I am now, I, you know, this this coming weekend with the demos and things. My anxiety, I think, has almost pretty much subsided. Mm. Uh, and I think I can I can generally gauge by those couple of days getting up to a demo or an event, you know, my mood. Uh, and I, I'm feeling more upbeat uh, nearer to demos now and things mm. like this. 
Uh, and I remember the first demo I did at UKIS a couple of years ago. I remember how quiet I went yeah. on that yeah. Saturday, you know, and I was feeling, uh, and you know, I was in, you know, if you want to call it the zone or the place, but I was <clears throat> on the verge of feeling a bit unwell. Yeah, and that's all pretty much, I think, gone now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think. Uh, I've, I've got it, and I don't want to tempt fate, but I think I've got it beat now. Do you think that's happened because there's more time has passed between you going blind and now? Mm. Do you think it's a sort of it is an a evolution? Thing. It is a time thing. Uh, and, you, you know, it, it just makes me so glad that I didn't do anything stupid when I mm. felt so ill. Uh because that 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 would have been such you know you know if you if you are that ill and you choose that way it, that yeah it, at that time it probably is the right thing to do but you know if you could just hang on yeah uh, but you so, never know what life has in store do you no uh, so it's it's really really sort of like encouraging to feel the way I do now. Mm. Uh, going into demos you know again it's with it being a skill and a perishable skill if you don't do it you know if I didn't do a demo for a year and then did Mm. another one I might you know be a bit at the thought of it Mm. and you know that those uh you know being nervous is different from a full-blown on you know panic attack that I was doing where I thought you know oh my god you know please let this stop you know that sort of dark place that you go to uh you know it's different as chalk and cheese you know feeling nervous everyone gets nervous Mm. nerves are good for you you know they can improve your performance uh but uh when you have this severe debilitating anxiety and the panic attacks and the being sick and the muscle spasms yeah i think i think i've got it beat now well even in this the time that i've known you which you know, in the scheme of things, isn't that long, is it? Um, yeah. We've known each other, well, it's coming up for four years. Yeah. Um, well, this weekend. There's been a change since. Even just in the time that I've known you and yeah. um, I can see that things have evolved just in mm. that time as well. Mm. Yeah, so it's just it's really weird, you know, uh being blind and being you know scared of everything uh and it'd be it'd be like you know if you're walking around you know a haunted house Mm. uh you know on halloween night on your own and it's pitch black it's all to do with the mind playing tricks on you it is a mental illness uh you know and yeah i think i I think and it's great because i can uh, I don't like getting ex- excited, and I don't use the word because when I, when I get excited, I think I'm always on the threshold of uh, letting things uh, get too intense. Mm. Uh, so, uh, but the thought of makers central, you know, it's like this. This uh, there is no. No thought locked away at the back of my head thinking, oh, I wonder if I can 
get out of this and stay at home, which I used to think about. Mm. There's none of that anymore. Well, do you know what? I've probably said in the last week how excited I am about Maker Central. Mm. And you used to say, oh, I don't do excited. Mm. But you've not said that either. No, no. I still don't like to think of myself getting excited. But you've not, you know, you always use, oh, I don't do excited. But Mm. you've not said that. No. Um, Steve says you are demonstrating to your extended family, Chris. They love you, mate. Just enjoy it. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh no, I love it. This weekend, uh, yeah, it's going to be funny. We're going to have a ball, aren't yeah. we? And it's not like I'm demonstrating all day for the two days. You know, it's the fact that Colwyn will be doing something, and Colwyn has worked out, I think, a bit of a schedule. Yeah, and Steve, and we need to message you as well about the schedule. Um, I've not forgotten about that. I'll get that done ASAP. What for when I go over there and do that pen? Yeah. We'll... I'll just turn up and do it. <laughs> I think they'd like to know when you're Chuck turn Steve up. off the lathe. Make way. You know, <laughs> let me turn or you'll have, you know, a six-stone German shepherd to answer to. Uh, so, uh, no, yeah, we'll let you know, Steve, as to, yeah. as, as to the timings and things. But, uh, no, it's, it's going to be fun. And doing the weight, Doing it the way we're doing it, you know, it gives Colwyn and Craig hopefully the chance to mooch about. Yeah. Know. So. Yeah. So no, really, 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 really can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I know it's it's kind of a bit surreal that it's actually. I'm not nervous at all, Nicola. Have you got that emodium I asked for? No, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so, 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 so happy to go. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody because there were people last year that we kind of we met, but some of, the, I mean, some of them last year, I didn't know who they were. Mm. Um, I might have recognised a few names, but I really didn't know much about them or what they did, and mm. and then it was afterwards. <laughs> We were looking at YouTube videos when we got home and you think, oh, God, you know, I wish I'd had a better conversation with that person or mm. talk to them a bit more about such and such a thing. And, mm. um, you know, we can do that this year because we're a bit more clued up. Yeah. And last year it was like the show finished five o'clock. So well, I don't know the exact time. Five o'clock. It was like, right, let's get old Nicholas. Got an early meeting the following yeah. day. But luckily, Nicola, you're working from home yeah, yeah. Uh, the following day. So we might be able to just uh, hang around and just uh, help, maybe even help Craig and Cole in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can certainly put stuff on the wrong palette for them. <laughs> uh, be pretty um, cool. Yeah, four more sleeps. Four Hello. more sleeps, yeah. <laughs> and it's not a massive drive down there for us, is it? No. I mean, flipping heck, a couple of hours, that's nothing for us. Yeah. You know, and Steve, you know, it's coming from Ireland again. I know, I know. Fiona. Just make sure you've got plenty of space in your car, Steve. Mm. Both, yeah, out, <laughs> outbound and return journey. Right then, I think is that everything? Yeah, I think that's I think that's everything. The next podcast, boy oh boy, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. And let's just say now it'll be a Maker Central special. special. So uh, Yeah, it'll be us we'll be well, we'll still be on a high, won't we? Yeah, we'll still be on a high. We'll probably be sleep deprived. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I won't be any more sleep deprived than I will be tomorrow. Bloody dawn patrol. Flipping heck. Portland days were over. The aftermath show. Yeah, it will be. That was that was one of the good things as well about Make Essential last year. It was all the videos that came out afterwards and yeah. you know, just sort of reliving it and yeah. um Dave the Wood Barber says, well, I will see you all on Friday or Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Well, we're arriving on Friday. We'll have to go to the NEC to drop uh, Chris's kit off. Um, Touch base with uh, Craig and Colwyn. And And then, um, obviously, we'll be there all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Yeah. uh, We're staying in a Premier Inn 10 minutes down the road. Yeah. Uh, It's what Axminster have booked for us, so that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, after after the demo, uh, no, sorry, after the day, uh, Friday night, sorry, after tea, yeah, uh, we'll go back to the Hilton and stay there until we've had enough, yeah, hopefully, uh, a good few hours there. Saturday, obviously, demos and whatnot, yeah, schmoozing, networking, having fun. Saturday night into the hill, and again, we're going to be there in the epicenter. Oh, there's a few people staying in the Premier Inn. Um, let me just find out which one it is. Um, just hang on a sec, Chris. Keep talking, blah 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 blah. Who remembers the banana splits? One banana, two banana, three banana, four. So Nicola's just frantically clicking away here, trying to find information. Uh, Bolsol Common. Oh, it's like Horsol Common on War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, um, here we go. We're staying at Bolsol Common. Is that where you guys are staying? Any more takers for Bolsol Common? <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Gotta be in it to win it. Uh, we are in the one. Point six mile from the NEC, and yeah, I remember the banana splits. I think ours is about 10 minutes away, um, so might be a different one. Uh, but anyway, we'll be at the Hilton, won't we? Friday night, so Saturday night, Friday night, Saturday night, definitely. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got we've just got to be, be there. Yeah, um, Cy Smith says the Kerry man. The Kerry Man? Yeah, is that Banana Splits? Leona says she's in the Hilton so she can fall into bed. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> That's a good move. Yeah, Mrs Rockefeller. <laughs> uh, Kerry Man. Yeah, who's the Kerry Man, Si? Um, no, it's an Irish pub with rooms... Oh right. oh right. Is that where you're staying? Um right, okay. Uh there wasn't much left. Wayne the Woodturners at the Hilton. Uh T plus G making we're at the Hockley Heath one. Flipping heck have you lot all been having lottery wins <laughs> and not telling us or something? Uh, right. Anyway, we're sort of degenerating here into just, you know, running out of steam again. No, we were talking about the Premier Inn then. No, I was <laughs> off on a mission. Anyway, guys, yeah, we're going to go. Uh, peace out. So uh, love you all and 
the yeah. next time we talk to you, guess where we'll be? In the Hilton. <laughs> in Birmingham. Well, everybody have good drives, good travels. We may um, even catch up with a couple of you on Friday afternoon if you're setting up. Yeah. And whatnot yeah. Uh, in, in the hall, hall two. So anyway, we're going. Time for a G&T before I go to bed. Ooh. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Keep on turning. Bye. Bye. Bye.